What's up, guys? Back with another episode of the Record Spinner podcast. I'm your host, Noel, and today I have a very special treat. I was able to sit down with two awesome artists out of the Chicago area and uh, talk a little bit about their uh, latest project, which is is a duo uh, with them both, and it's called Ruby Goldsmoke. I was able to sit and chat with them a little bit about um, all sorts of things ranging from mental health and and what they're doing to to kind of protect themselves during this time to you know to black to what it means to be a black artist and have your own label and you know and and try and 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 build a brand um while not having that powerful machine behind you um there were a lot of a lot of great insights a lot of great uh, moments in this interview and i really really am excited to see where their careers take them as a group. So I hope that you all enjoy this conversation that I had with Ruby Goldsmoke as much as, as much as I enjoyed having this conversation with Ruby Goldsmoke. Now I come to you with this intro today because I forgot to mention a few key things while on that call with them. I was just enjoying myself a little bit too much, I guess. A few key things is they have an upcoming virtual show that I do want you guys to check out if you guys can. Um, I will have the link in the description. That virtual show is really awesome. Tickets are $10. That's not a lot. And I encourage you to support these these awesome and talented artists who are just a, a, a joy to be around, as you will see in this interview. Um, also, um, you will find links in the description uh, for their page where you can buy their music, how you can stream their music, and uh, and how you can learn more about all their all their happenings, all their doings. I mean, they're doing a lot of stuff. Symphony of Change. Uh, they have their own label, which they have artists on that label. I mean, they are really the next <laughs> the next big power couple if you will um and and i don't say i don't use those words lightly or or use those or mince those words um lightly yeah um so i I do want to to make sure i save enough time because this is a longer episode i am going to play this in its entirety so just look in the description for all the links to all of um all of the contact information for not only ruby goat smoke but also me as well um, you can email me questions, concerns, uh, compliments, complaints, whatever. Email those to me at the record spinner podcast at gmail.com. You can follow me on IG and Twitter, of course, Rebirth of the Cool. And of course, you can go to the website and check out the website that in the forum that I'm building around black music. And that is at the You guys take care. I hope you guys enjoy this interview. It was like I said, a real pleasure to sit down and talk with these two. A conversation with Ruby Goldsmoke. All the smoke. <laughs> Take care, guys. Peace.
today we have two really beautiful spirits, beautiful guests. I'm excited to have these guys join us today um, on this episode, very special episode where we will be talking to Ruby Gold Smoke. Now, for those of you who may not know, Ruby Gold Smoke is consi- it consists of Danny Joe Williams and P.L. Williams, a married duo. I love married duos, much in the same sense of like Ashford and Simpson or like a Rolls Royce. Love it. We don't see that stuff enough anymore in music, so I, I really, really think that it's a, it's a missing element of R&B and, and soul music. So welcome, guys. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Thank you. No problem at all, guys. You guys are more than welcome. Uh, I, I really enjoy talking to, to everyone who, who is into music in, in various capacities. You guys are a pop and soul group based out of Chicago. Chicago has a lot of amazing music right now coming out of out of that area. How do you guys see yourselves fitting in, in that in that uh in, in that area, in that region right now? Man, you know, like it, it it's um we 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 are that region, you know what I mean. So it's it's just um, it's it's great to to uh, essentially grow up with and and be able to collaborate with a lot of peers that are also, you know, game changers coming out of there. So um, we we understand it, and yeah. and and it's, it's 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 a beautiful thing to see it watch and flourish. Um, sometimes. And if you if you if you're from the area, you know that sometimes it gets a uh, sort of a uh, a negative rap to it in terms of yeah. uh, collaborating. Uh, uh, you know, of course, the city itself it it, it it tends to get painted negatively in terms of like violence and stuff like that. But even on the music industry, it, it tends to get a uh, a negative connotation in terms of collaborating and, and artists collaborating and you know, we we get it, but on another level, that's not true at all, right? Because there's a lot of great things happening, right? That the numbers speak for themselves. So, you know, we just we we just happy to, at the end of the day, represent what we know art from Chicago is truly all about. Nice. Yeah, yeah. It's it's and I'll just add that Chicago's art is is multifaceted, and music, the sound is multifaceted. You have so many things that stem from Chicago, blues, uh, house music, just so many genres. And so I I just love being a part of that that foundation. I think that's one of the things that's unique about, you know, Chicago in the Midwest is we, we're inspired by the other three parts, right? We're, we're inspired by the South. We're inspired by the West. You can, you can, you can hear the West. You, we, we, we're inspired by the, the, the brick city, the East Coast. Yeah. Um, we, we kind of, on, on one level, we're kind of, you know, Chicago's kind of the, uh, the sum of those three parts. parts. Yeah. And, and then we, one thing that Chicago brings to the table that's unique is orchestration. And, and that's, that's something that really shines from uh Chicago music is is a sense when you look at when you listen to Ruby Gold, when you listen to Kanye, when you listen to Chance, there's a sense of orchestration there yeah. that happens. You know, you're dealing with movements and suites. And that's that's something that I believe is is definitely sort of unique uh from from Chicago. I'm glad to be a part of it, you know. Yeah. That's awesome. It's it's one of my favorite just art scenes altogether. 
the there's a lot of great comedians coming out of that area. There's a lot of great musicians coming out of that area, entertainers. Just a really cool area. Uh, every time I every time I think about Chicago, I think of music. It's a very heavy music city for sure. And and that's just not even contemporary, right? That's talking about contextually, like looking back, like it, a lot of great jazz musicians come from there. And it kind of leads into to my to my question. I'm gonna go back first. There's so many things I want to talk to you guys about today. So so bear with me if I if I go out of order or if I'm like all over the place. Just hang on and and bear with me there. But uh, TL, you. One, there's a few things I want to talk to you about. One, you play you play an axe. You actually play instruments. You are a yeah. classically <laughs> trained musician. You're not just a, a, a rapper or a singer or a dancer. You know how to play music. Uh, tell me a little bit about how you learned how to play music. Was that schooling? Was that your family? What was that? That, that was, so that was a combination of both of those things. Um, I grew up in a family that, that was a musical family. My father was a guitarist okay. for decades and, and my mom was a singer. And I'm the youngest of five and my parents, uh, they did their thing as artists themselves. And then when, when, when the family came, <clears throat> when the family came, oh, thank you. When the family came, they, they wanted, they gave music to the family as well. And so they involved us in into the industry and into the local scene um we we were actually at one point in the 90s into the 2000s we were a cover band the entire family that's the, awesome and the, and the five children were a cover band and we you know we traveled to perform like the jackson five <laughs> yeah. nice see all the vhs videos i've seen them all <laughs> <laughs> awesome. yeah. that is cool and so you know they were you know, some parents are, you know, maybe they're not supportive of, of their children doing the industry. They, they were pro that, you know? Nice. And so it came from living in a house and we would rehearse at, at my house and just being able to be a kid and all the instruments are sitting there in the basement and it's, it's access. It's so you just the- took to it. You just took to it. Yeah. That's awesome. And then um, growing up, I, I grew up in a, a suburb, a West, a west suburb of Chicago called Bellwood. You might have heard of it. Yeah, I've heard of it. We, uh, I was blessed to go to, you know, an elementary and a a middle school that had a band program in it. And so, you know, learned a lot of of leadership uh, things and and working team, teamwork and leadership and how to, you know, uh, work together to create something musical. Um, and then, you know, of course, uh, high school, we had a band as well. So there's a combination of both of those. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, how about you, uh, Danny? Do you have any classical experience with, uh, with the instruments or are you an improv person? Just picked it up. What, what, what's your story? So, yeah. So, um, my, my background, I started as a choreographer and a dancer. Okay. Um, I've been dancing since I was three. So music has been in my head and my body, you know, awesome. um, but when I met TL, I, I actually would start producing and writing with him. And I really was like, yo, yo I want to pick up the piano. I want to pick up the guitar. And so awesome. he started teaching me some piano. And then all of a sudden I was like, you know what? I want to learn guitar. So just learning as I go now um, has been 
a really cool experience, especially because we produce together. All of our music is produced yeah, together. Yeah, not only produce together, you guys run a label together. We're going to get to all that stuff. <laughs> and we're going to talk about that, so don't worry. Um, so that's really cool. That's really awesome. So I want to take a step back just a sec uh, and talk a little bit about TL. You're, you're kind of famous, and, and I found this out in a, in a weird way. Uh, I, I like to go back when I hear of artists. So Absolutely. when I heard of Ruby Goldsmoke, I was like, who are these people? And then I just went back, right? I was like, T.L. <laughs> T.L. Williams, who is this guy? And when I came across some of your stuff, I'm talking about millions of views, you've, you've touched audiences. And, and with songs like Getting More Money Than You, that's a, I would say that's a classic. Would you say that's a classic? I, I would say it's a classic. Um, <laughs> I'm always glad that you're saying that's okay. a classic. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I, I would say that's a classic. And, and I, I want to talk about stepping because, again, I'm not from Chicago. I, I have a few friends in the area, but what, what, how important is stepping music? And, and, and just exactly for, for those who may not know, like me, what is, what is stepping? What is, what is Chicago stepping? Tell me a little bit about that. So uh, stepping is a... On its surface, it's it's a it's a form of it's a dance, right? It's it's, it's stepping is a type of dance. But it, I feel like it's way more than that. It's, it's like I, I, you guys take yeah, serious up there for some reason. I was I was just finna start right. So like on paper, that's <laughs> what the, that's what it is, right? Okay. But beyond that, it's stepping is a whole like based off the dance. It's a whole lifestyle, culture, movement. It's a whole ecosystem of. Uh, a, a niche market in music, uh, you know, say a, 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 a subgenre, if you will, music that has its own culture and everything tied, you know, based For my on. DC folks, I'm thinking like go go right now. Like, think about right. go go music. Way, yeah. That's, that's exactly <laughs> how you can look at it. The way go go is to DC, stepping is to Chicago. Yeah. Okay. There's music based off of it, there's movies that incorporate it. Um, there's. Love there's, Jones has Steppings in it. Yeah. 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 The classic film Love Jones uh, uh, has that in there, and that's that's definitely born from Chicago. Um, it it is a it's it's a unique sound, and the the curation of the music of that culture, you know, it's interesting. That you, you don't so some folks may have a, a a misconception that you make a stepper song, okay, or or when a song has that tempo or that feel to it. That is a that that you made a Steppers record, and and that, of course, looking them from in from the outside, that's a misconception, right? Okay, that's, that's not, what I thought. Yeah, that's not how the 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 culture works. Is is one hundred percent curated, so you don't make a record that Stepping. That culture chooses yeah. your record. Gotcha. gotcha. Uh, as yo, know, this is a this is a Steppers record. So there's there is no. Like you don't, there is no Steppers record. You don't, you don't, none of us have made a Steppers record. Yeah. <laughs> there's no going into the studio saying, I'm going to make a Steppers record. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, there's, there's, yeah. You got to make your record and then the people choose you as a Steppers record. That's, that's awesome. And that's, and that's, and that's what happened with Getting More Money Than You, where it was, it was a record. And I was, I was, you know, when we was working on that, uh, it was more about like, man, I just wanted some funky, uh, 1970s, how about the Lincoln Town Car? Yeah, yeah. You know, 
across 110th Street. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted that, you know. So awesome. fight, you know, like yeah. that. And and then to to watch it just grow, it was like, wow. It was it was you know. Now I wanna. I want to I want to ask kind of a follow up to that because uh, there's there's two questions here with that and, and that is one for Danny. Uh, I want to I want to make sure I'm including where you are in this timeline. I found out that you were behind the camera doing this time, right? Like you were you were doing your thing with directing and and producing right. uh, mm-hmm. this type of music for for TL, right? Yeah, so um it was always a collaborative thing when when TL was you know, a solo artist, I was just like, yes, let's go, let's do it. You know, I was never, you know, you have some some women that may be like, okay, you're in the spotlight. Yeah. I was just like, woo, you when we take the pictures, I'll take the pictures. Woo, let's write, let's write, let's produce, let's produce. That's just how it was. And I, I really genuinely loved it. The first time that I actually saw him perform Getting More Money Than You was the first day I met him. Nice. And, um, and seeing him perform it, I literally went backstage and I just was a chatterbox just telling him how dope it was and how dope he was. And that's how he got my number. Nice. So, nice. So, so, so let me let me take some notes here. Right, right. A cool song. <laughs> Get the girl right. The cool song. And so, you know, for me, it was you know, I'm a choreographer, I'm a dancer at that time. So I love music. I'm lit, I'm hearing it and it has to make me want to move. Yeah. And I know the Stephen Kutch culture because I'm from Chicago, the west side of Chicago, where it's it's in the south side and all of that. It's yeah. heavy. So I'm listening and I'm stepping at this big concert and I'm like, wait, I have to go tell this dude how dope this is, you know? Yeah. Um, and so after that, we were inseparable and we had, we, we were always working together. Um, and I just love being a part of it because, um, I didn't, he didn't have to let me be a part of it. You know what I mean? So I I just really appreciated being a part of all of his records, his albums, you know, he did six albums. Yeah. Yeah. um, Which was really a lot, you know, a lot of music. Yeah. A lot of music and like some years it wasn't even like a 10 year span yeah yeah so. <laughs> very, very quick and and you know some of my favorite songs from UTL solo I, I have two categories for you guys I have I have my group stuff I, I love a lot of your stuff group wise yeah. but the solo stuff cookouts yeah in the that, sun I, I love that track man like in the visuals for that like yeah. I, I'm like, man, like, I need to see my family. And of course, you know, in yeah. this current state, right? <laughs> like, our, yeah, yeah. That was our real family. That's, yeah, that was. That's that awesome. Was, that's awesome. That I saw you kissing people. I didn't know. I was like, okay, you paid, yeah. you know, he paid people to yeah. kiss them. You know, I don't know. Like, whatever. Like, <laughs> okay, cool. That was, that was, that was fun. You know, when we wrote that record, um, yeah. we, yeah, we had the idea of, you know, like, yeah, definitely let's get the actual family in the video and it was it was fun it was a reason to have a barbecue yes uh, <laughs> you don't need a reason to have a barbecue <laughs> you know what I mean? and uh so it was great everybody showed up and, and showed out yeah you know what i mean every every single human being that you saw in that video from the extra to the main character was a family member that's awesome that is awesome and, and i mean that's 
that's another thing for me. It's it, uh, seeing you guys as, as a couple and, and seeing the visuals. Your visuals are, I feel like, very black heavy, regardless of the, the topic that you're talking about. You have songs like Melanin, of course, where, you know, that's obvious. That, that's that's us, right? But, you know, then you have other songs where, it's, where you're talking about love or you're talking about friendship or you're talking about relationship. And you actually have, the, and, and I'm a sucker for this, right? Like the visuals being, whether they be close to you or not, they're black heavy. They're, they're people who look like us in, in these visuals. And that's so important uh, for, for younger generations coming up, seeing that you can have a cohesive uh, type of brand with music um, that includes your people. You know, uh, can you guys talk about your love affair, of course, you know, with your people, with with the music and your people talk a little bit more about, uh, you know, just how how important it is to represent who you are in, in a truest sense in your music. Um, yeah, well, we both feel like being authentic is the way to be. You know, when you can live your truth, that's 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 the dream to live your truth. And so. Um, we wanted to represent that in everything we do, from our hair, because I love do our the hair. hair. Love the hair, yes. <laughs> and you I see, I, I'm, I'm trying my locks here. Like, I'm yeah, trying yeah. them, but whatever. <laughs> um, and I'd just like to announce, this is his second year anniversary this of growing his hair. Anniversary. Nice, nice. I'm coming up on my one. This, this is, is my one-year one lock anniversary. Congratulations. But it's we, we want it to be authentic from like a head to toe, our visuals, um, we, we collaborate with our team of um, when we're doing our film at Quiet Kingdom Media Group, we, we always love to make visuals that show who we are yeah. and we're black. That's so. awesome. And, it's, and it really is that simple. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> with um, with coming together, like officially as a group, we will be going small. That, that was definitely this is definitely us uh, living in our truth even further, you know, yeah. making the music that we we love. Um, there's there's definitely, we we feel, you know, back before it was called R&B music, you know, it was called race music. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You, know, before, you know, everything that was uh, blues and jazz, you know, bebop, everything back then was called race music uh, before, you know, Folks like Sam Cooke came along and, you know, he was able to start to sort of branch out and have his own thing. Yeah. Um, it, it, we, we felt, and we saying that cause we, we felt that happened with us where it was just this sort of stigma, this sort of assumption that when you black, you come from urban area that no matter what music you like, the music that you gonna do mm. is yeah. urban music. Yeah. Yeah. And we we was like you know we we like a bunch of different stuff we love urban music too but we yeah. also love other stuff we 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 listen to you know we'll 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 listen to gucci we'll listen to future as well mm -hmm. but like at the same time we'll we'll listen to seals and crofts and we'll, we'll yeah. listen it's a, a great <laughs> ass group man <laughs> what yeah. are you talking about <laughs> we rock we you know we we rock um we 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 bump trey songs and at the same time, we bought Creedence Clearwater Revival. You know what I mean? Another great group. <laughs> we, we we like all of that. So it 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 didn't make sense to, for us to love all of that music 
um, and be able to to be able to jam to some Pitbull and and at the same time jam to some Her, but then go into the studio and only make ten percent of the music that we actually like. Yeah. That that's that's <laughs> something that we wanted to approach is really go smoke like yo that's 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 why we that's that's why we're pop soul because yeah. it, it comes from the soul but we you know we we not bound yeah i like it i like it and you can definitely hear it and in all of the music that you guys create you can hear uh, a lot of different influences you hear the instrumentation you hear the fact that you guys still want to have that which you know we've we've gotten so far away from that from pop and i think a lot of times when people hear pop music they kind of shut down because it's like oh you mean the stuff with the synthesizers and the heavy 808s and all that stuff no like just popular music that's all it is and every music's had its day so like going back to what you guys both said and alluded to like all of this comes from us as far as american culture like american culture would would not be a thing if it wasn't for the effort that black people put into the music and into the entertainment. So all of it, when you talk about, you know, uh, Seals and Crofts, like that folky sound, like even that, like that comes from where we took the experience or where we took the culture uh, first and foremost. So like that's super important that we keep that in mind when making music and not putting ourselves, like you said, Tio, in that box where like we, we think, oh yeah, like I have to make black music and I think black music is, you know, uh, Marvin Gaye and up, you know, whatever. Black music is all of it. So keep your mind open to that stuff. You know, that's very important. Uh, but just keeping it on the music, you guys write your own music. Do you guys write for any other musicians? Yeah. 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 We, you know, uh, we're, we're a production of songwriting duo, you know, so that's, it ain't just us. It's, it's, it's whoever wants the hits, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. <laughs> On Nashville, on and on, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Whoever got the hits, we got. Them. Awesome. Yeah. Some of the some of the um some of the uh, most recent credits include uh, Selena Johnson. Okay. Uh, the latest project, we we we, got, we did about five joints on that together. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we we had some stuff with we we worked with Keisha Cole on some stuff. Nice, uh, nice. Saya. Saya on, on some things. Saya, of course, Shauna from DTP. Okay. You know? Wrote the house and stuff. So yeah, yeah. So the credits, yeah. so the credits are there. Like you, credit started, yeah. you know. <laughs> gotcha. And so I, I do want to. I'm, I'm going to keep it on the, on the music for a little bit, but I, I, I want to talk about how important it is that the children are engaged and, and know about where music comes from, the music history. But not only that, but know how to learn to play the music and to, to go into real, true musicianship. And that's where I heard of you guys' nonprofit, Symphony of Change. That's really cool. So I, I want to talk a little bit before we get back in, like I said, to the music. I want to talk a little bit about where that idea came from and, and who drew that stuff up and, and how can people support also. So, um, Yeah, so so Symphony Change is like, um, you know, we founded that in 2016 and it's a humanitarian organization, you know, dedicated to uh giving people giving people in communities the tools and the resources that they need to better their communities uh just make the world a better place uh we started with our initial program music forward yep music forward uh, which is you know dedicated to restoring band programs and arts programs in schools that may have lost their program or for whatever reason don't have one to to be able to enhance the evolution of arts education so 
it, it won't be antiquated. It won't be dated. And mm. it can exist and thrive into the future and be a necessity. So that's that's something that that, that was that was the first program we started with, and then we expanded from there with um, understanding voter registration. Uh, we 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 have of course things to combat poverty. You know what I mean? And so uh, these these are programs that we've been you know implementing, rolling out since since 2016. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's 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 been a blessing to be able to help schools that are uh, staples in communities across Chicago and abroad be able to maintain their attendance level and and, and, and maintain the, the, the spirit and the overall effectiveness of that school by being able to um, rejuvenate and and help collaboratively replenish their arts programs, which which as you know is is an important part of the dna of school yep, yep. so important i, I want to give people a, a, a site so that they can go and support if they want to um you guys have a site for symphony of change correct it's symphonyofchange.org and you can donate just hit the donate button and yeah yeah definitely it'll go to our programs that in um, support of everything that we do mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and of course uh symphony of change it's available, you know, we, we're available to chat with us on social media, Instagram, um, yeah. Instagram Twitter, and Facebook. Coolness. Coolness. Yeah. That's awesome. So going back just a brief bit, uh, that, that's like the kid's corner, right? Like, so going back to the music, uh, you know, why the name? That name is pretty awesome, Ruby Gold Smoke. Where does that name come from? Thank you. Thank you. Well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you want to tell us? I thought your name was Ruby. Like, that's how I was like, okay, Ruby Goldsmoke. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> so, I have a birthstone and it's Ruby. Okay. Um, um, and then, so, bef I just love that gemstone, probably because it's my birthstone. But also, fun fact is his mom's nickname is Ruby. Okay. And she was a singer and she was in a group with her husband. So, uh, that's pretty you know pretty cool yeah. um we're royal and so we we Indeed. wanted to represent our royalty um ruby and gold he loves he likes gold i like ruby so that represents the royalty and then where there's smoke there's fire mm. I so like it. we're royal and we fire so that's oh, it. Like but um it. we definitely went through a whole bunch of names we just had the 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 whole conversation like so what you want to name yeah we just had to listen. <laughs> <laughs> let's come up with a name what you want to do we just do a name and then we just we was throwing stuff around and then now nah, like that. smoke you know? that stuck and that, and that fit and he was adamant he said do not put the o and go yeah mm. yeah mm. yeah i was like i, I, like I was that. i was I was prepared to die on that hill <laughs> <laughs> if the o's like, in there no no name <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> like, what, what do you mean? What like, you, I was like, point? is people gonna get it? I was like, what about what about Alexa? Is she gonna know what we're talking about? <laughs> Autocorrect is gonna be a bitch, right? Like it's all yeah. Yeah. Um, I was like, I was like, yeah, take out take out the O, just just to stylize it yeah. and make it make it unique. And, and it definitely that. pops out. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yep, so that, that's how it came out. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. And you guys have an album that's out now, and it's Revolutionary Love, right? 
Is that the yeah. um, so? Uh, my question around that is, what makes love revolutionary to you guys? Um, you know, it is is no secret. It's is known information that the most revolutionary thing you could do as black people, the most revolutionary thing you could do is love your black brother and sister. Yeah. And so, thus, thus the name revolutionary love was born for this this concept because we basically just telling our story you know we, we just we just we just we're telling our, our, our love story in a different different moments and the different things that happen yeah um and so you know that's 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 what we know that's 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 african um that's african knowledge that's mm -hmm. that's that's african-american uh theology based on truth yeah. And and so, you know, when when we love each other, that's the type of love that's happening. So mm -hmm. so that that that's how that name revolutionary love came about. When we feel like, you know, just just kind of vibing on those records and telling our story, we was like, that's the that's the name. That's the name. Awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. And I see that you guys have some physical copies coming out that you guys will be autographing that people can purchase. That's awesome. Yeah. But I do want to ask, because this is the Record Spinner podcast, and we talk a lot about vinyl, we talk a lot about records. When are we getting some uh, when are we getting some records? When are we getting some vinyl? Um, um, I'm so glad you asked, right? <laughs> that's, that's on the way. That's on the way. We are putting together a, a, a nice little vinyl collection. Okay. Um, and and that's that's we, we we also in the studio too you know yeah. we, we in okay. the studio of course okay. working on different different types of music and working yeah. on you know the new sound and ruby gold too and, and that'll have some that'll have some dope exclusive vinyl one, we, we had already talked about that yeah one of the things i love about vinyl is like it's, it feels so authentic yeah. you know and then one of the things i i was i was like man but i have to have to limit how many songs are on the sides you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, it becomes a little bit more of a, a methodical approach yeah, yeah. You can't, uh, can't just go uh, crazy in the studio and then you got to think about oh like i can only place four to six songs in the right? side yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah so we're gonna make sure it's right for everyone oh, yeah. cool cool yeah it's going to be an experience that's dope uh I, I, again i love the duo concept uh, and you guys have already talked a little bit about what made you guys do the duo thing and and, and i like to say duet right like because it's it's very yeah. like i said ashford and simpson and you hear yeah. a lot of their music their music was amazing back in the day yeah. um and I want to I, I want to say like uh, in in Highway of Love that song there are a lot of concepts you guys are talking about uh, but one of the concepts that kind of broke through for me was the the self love the self care the the self the need to realize that yourself you yourself not as a couple not as a duo like you have to take care of you like could you guys elaborate a little bit on uh, on what self love and self care look like to both of you guys? Well, for for me. Um self-love it it looks like a lot of different things but things but taking time for myself to really love on myself it it means so many things like it means um maybe doing yoga today or maybe you know it mm -hmm. just means so many things for me but um i know that the importance of it um 
it's so high because when I'm not taking care of self, then I can't love others, mm -hmm. you know, because I, cause I'm lacking, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I gotta give myself some love first, you know? Um, and I think a lot of people misinterpret self-love as, oh, I gotta be me, mm -hmm. right? I gotta just be like, okay, it's just about me. It's all me. about me, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's not, it's definitely self-love is nurturing yourself so that you can give more to others. And mm -hmm. so um, taking that time for, especially 2020 was amazing for me. Um, and I think that's why our album was birthed so beautifully because we also have to get in the studio with each other. And, and we're talking about our love story and that meant that I had to be fully, you know, loved on myself before I yeah. could actually get here and do anything with the love of my life. You know, so I, I just feel like uh, self-love is very, very important and not to construe it with um, being hate, hateful or mean to anyone else, you know? So important. Yeah. Um, and also uh, self-love was like, you know, un un knowing your worth, mm -hmm. you know, you mentioned highway of love and in the, in the beginning of the song, I say, uh, I walk down this road till my feet are sore just cause you're beautiful. That That's like saying, you know, we basically saying like, we'll keep fighting for what we know we supposed to have, for what yeah. we know we deserve, right? We're, we're not going to settle. You know how a lot of times in relationships, people settle for something that's that's not really for them because deep down inside they don't feel they're worth yes. what they're actually worth. Yes. So that that's that's where that that line came from. I walk down this road till my feet are sore. I'll I'll I'll, I'll keep walking. I mean, and you know yeah. a, a lot of times it'd be like I want to stay or I want to settle for this person that ain't right for me simply because i'm tired of waiting waiting i'm tired of waiting i'm, I'm tired of <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm, of walking <laughs> you know yeah, you're walking. Feet are sore. yeah yeah I'm you're tired, tired of walking, walking. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Um, um you know and you hear it manifested in different ways oh i'm i'm 36 yeah. i should be yeah. married yeah. 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 Like, oh um, yeah oh you're worth yeah. it let's keep going just, <laughs> chill out you know what i mean yeah. um yeah. Yeah, that's, that's that's the whole line like I walk down this road to my feet I sore just because you're beautiful and you need to know. You know, it's, awesome. it's, 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 it's self love is about knowing your worth, you mm -hmm. know, along with what Danny said. Like, like self love is about knowing your worth, knowing what, you know, knowing what you, you know, you deserve. And, and you know, we, we talk about this stuff and, and it takes real work. This isn't easy stuff. This isn't stuff that, you know, comes and, and then it, and then it, 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 you know, you figure it out in a day or two days or something like that. This is real work. And I think that in our society, especially as, as black people, we can uh, really get caught up in the measurements of like what, what it is we should be doing at whatever age so like you said tl like we get caught up in 36 i'm not married yet that means 
that means I value myself lower than what I should actually value myself. That means I'm unworthy of my own love, maybe in a lot of ways, because someone else isn't willing willing to pour into me at this age. And that's not really true, man. Like that's not true at all. Like you have to you have to reawaken that um, that curiosity of, of yourself in order to I think accomplish that goal of of self love and self care. And I think that's super important that you guys talk talk about that not only in your music but every interview i've heard you guys talk on you guys have always made sure to to mention that um which i think is awesome i do want to ask though because you did mention love stories and we've talked a little bit about your love story we've talked a little bit about how you swept danny off her feet after (laughs) after becoming a celebrity an overnight celebrity essentially with getting more money than you talk to us a little bit about uh about your love story and and I don't know if I, I mean, like, obviously, yes, like, talk about the beautiful stuff, but, like, talk also about, like, the not-so-beautiful stuff, right? Like, the they the hard days. Um, um, what's the name of that show? Dragnet. They call it the, the, the dragnet of, <laughs> of, of, of being being happily married, you know? Uh, it's like they call it the dragnet of police force, dragnet of being happily married, like, um, so, you know, of course, you you, you, you might know, um, you know, we met, I was performing, she was, she was also performing, was also performing. And, and okay. she was doing choreography for another artist. Okay, cool. And, uh, yeah, we met, we met, shout out to the uh, Black Women's Expo in Chicago. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Shout out headlining. to you guys, yeah. Yeah. I was headlining one year, 2014, and that's, yeah. that's, that's where we met. And um it was it was it's it's been beautiful it gets more beautiful every day i remember you know when we first started dating um she asked me she she said what are you building Mm. and i I, I was was like um uh (laughs) like every like every man right like (laughs) i mean um yeah Uh, (laughs) yeah um I had an answer, like like I said, an answer. I I, I just uh, I was like, man, you know. So I, I I was like, yeah, I'm doing this, and you know, I want to do this, and I want to do this. And I, I realized she was asking because she was like, cool. She she wasn't asking what am I building. She was asking, all right, what what what's the thing that yeah, we're yeah. doing? What are we? I'm doing? here. That's I'm beautiful. Here. That is what's beautiful. up? What we doing? And I was like, man, yeah, let's let's do it. Let's you know. Let's... And then I remember what you said. You said, um, we're building. I'm I'm building like I want to have like a school. Mm-hmm like a Berkeley school, like, okay. you know, music, arts. And I was like, for real? And at that time, I had my own dance company. Mm-hmm. So I I had been doing residencies at the Harold Washington Cultural Center, um, Broadway shows, choreographing, and working at Joffrey Ballet. So I was doing some, some things in the arts. And so when he said that, I was like, yes, that's, that's what we're building. That's what we're building. Yeah. That's awesome. So, we we started dating in 2014. We got married in 2016. Yeah, he knew right away. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, wise man once told me it it only takes four years to get a college degree. (laughs) And you decide what you're gonna do with your life. Yeah. It don't it 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 shouldn't take that long to know. Yeah, uh, that's true. When you, when you find the love of your life, you know you know right away. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've always heard OGs be like, "Why it was 1979 
I saw it at the at the at the Cotton Club, and I said, "You gonna be my wife." Right, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> my aunt and uncle have a very similar story to that, yeah. yeah. And they don't be divorced, they be together for 50, 50 years. They yes. were together for 45 years before he passed, yes. yeah, 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 you know. Um, and so that's 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 too I, funny. I look back at all that and I'm like, yeah, that's that's when it's the one you oh. know immediately, and mm. and and I knew immediately. I, I remember asking her, um not 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 an official proposal just we was in the drive through at a mcdonald's or something and i just i just threw out a little tesla to temperature <laughs> check and be like i was like yeah hypothetically if i asked we we have to we have to get the food part you know you're getting the food yeah, he, just, he just all of a sudden turned yeah, like, just by the way and uh she was like yeah well, i'm like yeah if you ask me yeah that is cool and I was looking, like, thinking to myself, like, was that the ass though? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, like, like that was it, right? Like, right. That is too. Like, hard. It ain't the, it ain't the official, but uh, I just, I just wanted to check the temperature, you know, because I, you know, I didn't want to go get a ring and you know, get a blimp <laughs> or something, and then, so you know, funny. be at the game or something, you know. But yeah. So, um, and then I know you, you said let's talk about all of it, right? Um, I feel like the journey of being married has taught me so much about me about him about just life period yeah. um like there's moments that you're going to be fearful about things and your your spouse is what who shows you you mm -hmm. you know what i mean yes yes um like just ruby go smoke like i i wanted to sing for a long time but you know I was afraid. I was like, yo, I don't know if people are going to accept my voice because they've never heard me sing. They see me dance all the time. Yeah. So I don't want it to be like, what's she trying to do? She, she a singer now, you know? <laughs> and so um, he was just like, yo, if you love it, you're going to do it. And I was just like, you're right. <laughs> you That's know? Awesome. And so that is awesome. Uh, so like when you're, when you're married, your, your spouse sees every part of you. Yep. The, the weaknesses, the strengths, and um, what I love about TL is that it's not like when you're weak, he's like, okay, whatever. It's He's like, okay, so how can I be of service? Nice. And, right. you know, vice versa. And so I just, I just love that even in our hard times that he's always ready That's to awesome. be of service, you know? That's awesome. You guys have... Uh... I think one of uh, the more beautiful stories in music right now, and and again, bec it's it's because we we are inundated with music of talking about how you know you're perfect and 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 you don't need this, you don't need that. I think your music talks touches on a, a very important part, and that is uh, the the relationship aspect in Black life. Being married and in a music industry has to be quite a struggle i would imagine um and and this is even uh this is definitely pre-covid when you got you guys were probably on tour a lot doing a lot more road stuff doing and a lot in, a, in studios with people um so if you can talk a little bit about some of the challenges of that you that you guys face whether they be you know direct or indirect challenges um of being a married couple in, a, in an industry that we all know we all know the stories about you know 
how crazy <laughs> yeah. the music industry is and you know and and that's something that you know i think people would love to hear yeah um i you know but as you mentioned before ruby go smoke there was you know it was it was it was tl williams but Dan, danny joe was around mm-hmm. right so we were we, we were we were a couple we were a couple then uh, uh you show up to the club it was both of us you know and so uh ruby go smoke didn't exist but but tl and danny joe was always there so it was public information that and i speak to me it was public information that i have a wife you yeah. you, you know who the wife is she she was a celebrity too mm-hmm. um and not just because she's my wife but because she was also a choreographer uh chances are she choreographed that music video or or she you know uh being being like that was interesting because we would run into situations where other people weren't so secure about themselves and and what they do as musicians and celebrities that they would try to you know you know misery loves company yeah. so they try to drag you into their vortex of, mm-hmm. of uh tom foolery <laughs> i like that word <laughs> They'll try to drag you into their vortex of shenanigans so that <laughs> misery can have some company. And I can, I can, I, th- there were times where, you know, how the, the industry is about networking. Yeah. It's about, heavy, heavy. You know, who you know. And, and, and I, I can attest, there were times where uh, a deal is on the table and, it, it falls through because I'm not willing to cheat on my wife mm. and, and go do single single guy stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not mix and, and mingle. Yeah. 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 And and been in situations where be, because of that, the 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 deal or the bag that might have been in mm. vicinity is gone. Yeah. And I I I was fine with that. I'm like, cool, because you know i'm not i'm different i'm, I'm yeah. built different you know what i mean yeah and and vice versa yeah and and being being uh at that time being not in the spotlight as ruby go smoke mm-hmm. um it was like yo okay danny joe's his wife and then when he if he would have to go somewhere by himself right and you know just do some music industry stuff you know Trust was always there, but the problem became other people wanted him to do things and he wouldn't do it. And so he'll come to the hotel and talk to me and tell them, tell me like, yo, they tripping. And I'd be like, that's crazy. And they'll be, they'll, they'll just be like, yo, we, why you won't, why you won't do this with us? And he's like, cause I, what I need to do that for? I got one right here, you know? And so I, I feel like I feel like there was um, this this misconception that because you're married, that you can't be successful yeah. in the music industry. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's that's not true. Yeah, you know? I remember I remember the calls that I that I that I would get from people who I guess they felt like they were uh, help me out. Um, <laughs> I remember the call, like like when when Danny and I first became like a public item. I remember the calls I would get, and 
after a while, I started to realize what, what happened, right? It was important that it was Danny Jones. Cats that, you know, a couple of OGs would call and be like, ah, you know, Santa like Andre 3000 in the, uh, in the UGK record. Don't do it. Yeah, yeah. Don't, you know. <laughs> And I'm like, I'm like, what? And, and then I, later on, I realized it's because of Danny Joe, right? Um, if it was, if it was <laughs> a woman who stayed out the spotlight or, mm -hmm. or stayed in the corner mm -hmm. and and didn't, you know, uh, didn't didn't involve herself or 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 didn't, you know, was just kind of off and. To yeah, the corner, private, very private. Yeah, private. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody, everybody be fine with that. And and more importantly, if she if she took crap, everybody would have been fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the biggest part. Yeah. I was yeah. able to go and do whatever, and she wasn't gonna do nothing. <laughs> she gonna stay there, yeah, because she's gonna stay there. Uh, <laughs> uh, everybody was fine, right? Yeah. But like, um, with it with it being Danny Joe, and. Mm she's a public figure herself and uh you know it's gonna it's it's she's not gonna take crap she's not gonna you know what i'm saying she she's strong she's she's ambitious she's she's a boss thank you um you know all the all the the sleazy ogs was like don't do it don't do it because be literally 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 know what because she's a boss yeah don't do yeah, it yeah, don't do it don't do it she's an alpha she's yeah, like yeah. Alpha. <laughs> and it's like uh and, and 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 me i was like yo that's that's what i've always wanted yeah i've you always want, i wanted an equal i wanted you want a partner. Somebody to take take the load with you yeah what i what i what i look like what i look like committing infidelity or uh, uh you know what i'm saying cheating and stuff who i she gets all the jokes what i'm what i'm finna do with you you're not gonna understand <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't even, what i'm supposed to do yeah 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 the inside the inside jokes that come with that that relationship <laughs> It's so important. Uh, my my partner thinks that I'm like the corniest thing in the world, but like she laughs at everything, right? Like yeah. she gets it. She gets me. Like Absolutely. like you wouldn't get me. Like you know, like I gotta right. you gotta build that all over again. I'm not doing right. that. Like you know, yeah. So so much work. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and that's I think that's really important. And so like going into that. Um, during this time where you know we're all on lockdown and well, this stuff's starting to come back open you know you talk to people down in atlanta they haven't even been closed whatever <laughs> you know so you know but now now that things are starting to come back a little bit um how has how has how has the the ability to separate within the the home uh, within the art even like during this time like how ha how has that been how has that been a challenge has that been you know how do you guys take care of your mental health right now is what so, i'm asking so i, I do want to say before the pandemic we were always working from home right oh, nice so that that was like yeah. we worked from home already so it wasn't like a big transition for us the thing that was the biggest thing was touring okay right because yeah, yeah, yeah. we're used to being on the road and performing and you Very know that was yeah that was the the part that was like oh my god we we have to stay here like we, we can't go and sing and dance and do things 
anymore in, in the crowd. We can't do this. Yeah. It, that was the freak part for it's, me. It's one thing <laughs> to not have a choice to not go. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. one thing, you know. It's, it's, I don't feel like doing that today. But yeah. now, now you can't do that today. <laughs> now you can't right. do that. And a whole year of it. Like, you know, we we had just did a show in January. And we had went to Houston. And, you know, like, and then all of a sudden it was like lockdown. And we was like, what? Yeah. Um. So I feel like, you know, we've always understood how to work together at home and you know um and how to separate work from you know marriage and all that stuff and um still be cohesive i think going outside was a big deal for us because i love the park i love like, like my nature. girlfriend <laughs> <laughs> i could be in the house yeah. like like for two like three weeks straight like i don't need to go yeah. to no party, like. <laughs> yeah so you know we what we did was we started taking walks nice right yeah. so we went we walked to our pond where the ducks are and everything and and it actually i think it brought us closer mentally you know yeah. physically emotionally um, because it was like the escape was no longer the tours. It was us. Yep. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah. T.L., you want to add to that? Because I, I uh, think the yeah. perspectives are super important. So Danny gave the female perspective of, of, of what I feel like a, a lot of people are feeling right now, like getting out and getting in touch with nature while you can, if you can, in a separate uh, in a separate space, in social distance or whatever. But for men, it's it's a little different, right? Like, I'm sure. Yeah, um, you can imagine, you know, you might set out at the beginning of a year with goals. This year, I'm going to do this, that, and the third. And none of the things, almost none of the things that I said I was going to do in January 2020 made it to December 2020. None, yeah. none of them, yeah. right? They, <laughs> I realized most of them all consisted of me going outside and interacting with people, <laughs> which wasn't going to happen. Um, so the, the adjusting, um, that was tough on one level mm -hmm. because hugs, I like hugs and, yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. interacting with people, <laughs> being able to see their entire face and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. At the same time, it, it really, uh, it really gave me a chance to tap into some of the other things that I desire to do mm. because it, it set me down to where I wasn't running around like I was every year, the year prior. Yeah. And it, it, it enabled me to, to sit down and get into some of the other ideas and plans that was inside of me. Mm. Um, one of them being us, yeah. Ruby Gold Smoke. One yeah. of them being the, the the music of us. We made the album twenty in twenty twenty. Okay, and, yeah. you know some of the some of the songs on the album were written in yeah. twenty eighteen. Yeah, twenty nineteen. Gotcha. Okay, I'm starting. I'm starting to see a little little. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but you know how them schedules get. Yeah. Yeah. And so, to for for us to be able to lock in go to the studio and sit out and make a project yeah. we we learned in 2020 that oh that was tough for us to do because we had schedules or we, we were moving around yeah. going around the world and so um uh, you know 
we were able to get some lemonade out of those limits yeah and 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 sit down and, and, and make a beautiful project and it gave it also gave me time to to reflect on who i wanted to be moving forward mm. and, and, and coming out of this pandemic i knew it was gonna be an end to the pandemic so who do i want to be and it, it made me reflect a lot about living in my truth yeah and who, who i who i truly wanted to be making the music i truly wanted to make making the moves i truly wanted to make and going to the park a lot and taking walks right also also with that right because um understanding the beauty of nature um and and uh, and back then we was getting out but we was going somewhere we was going to another building yeah going somewhere yeah yeah going yeah. somewhere you know so being able to to get out and enjoy nature and you know not have to so much be obligated to go somewhere it, it really also made me reflect and, and understand more about our careers too yeah wise man once said um you know do something have a have a career that you don't have to take a vacation from. yep and yep. so with that we really we really sat down and was like all right what do we need to you know what do we need to do so that we're happy Mm-hmm. really just that, that self-love that we talking about earlier yeah. yeah that's dope man that's really dope um yeah i feel like i got to like half the questions i had to you have for you guys i want to try to get to some more before we wrap up here um and so yeah let me find my place here we kind of got off because i was just really enjoying that part of the conversation <laughs> let's talk a little bit about quiet storm why don't we so you guys have other artists now that you guys, I guess, manage, right? A little bit, or, or probably don't manage the day to day, but just manage like what the what work gets put out by by said artist, or how does that work? How does how does running a label work? Tell, talk to me about that. So so with with Quiet Kingdom Recordings, um, we yeah 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 we had a, we had a couple we 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 have a couple other artists that we that we work with and collaborate with, and it was. Yeah, that was really about yo, less less you know, there were other artists that we're close to. Mm-hmm. And we was just like, yo, we gonna do it like this. You, you, are you interested? Bam bam. And then let's let's just start moving. You know what yeah. I mean? Awesome. Um, taking our knowledge of of uh labels and and, and learning day by day and you know, build it to, to the, the main focus was just to be able to uh, pro- provide a platform and, and, and provide that team aesthetic, okay. you know, that, that comes with, with having a dope label and having, having dope, you know, just, just a movement going on. So that, so that artists that we love didn't necessarily have to feel by themselves. Yeah. In, in their whole independent yeah talk to me a little bit about why why the label though because you know with one of the things we always associate especially with pop music is the the seeking out of the major labels seeking out of the the label who already has the resources they're going to pay you guys a big lump sum and you guys are going to go and, and make a whole bunch of hits that are going to make way more money but of course you know you guys are only going to see a fraction of that 
what <laughs> and, and, and uh, my girlfriend I, I i asked this question to my girlfriend and and she said that this sounded like i was leading you guys somewhere i don't want it to sound like i'm leading you guys <laughs> anywhere but i mean having your own label does send a certain message to all of those around you and that like like tl said you know you're building your own team you want you have a, a vision for for what you guys want can you guys talk to a little bit more uh about why this route why quiet storm recording as opposed to you know going to Columbia or going to Atlantic or whoever with the package. Um, so quiet team of recordings. Um, I feel like it's all about. It, it's not a thing where we were like, yeah, we don't want to be in a major label. It wasn't. It wasn't <laughs> okay. like that. Okay. <laughs> it was yeah. more so like, yo, we creating. Okay, yeah, like we're we're. We're just naturally people that's like, okay, let's make it a business. Gotcha. Let's, you know what I mean? Like it, it was like, okay, if nobody, if we don't have the platform right now, let's make it. Let's build it. Yeah. Love it. Yes. Build it. Um, that's just how we've been from day one. I, you know, I asked him what we, what does he build it? You know, we're builders. So it was like, let's build the film company. Let's build the record label. Let's, you know, the nonprofit. Don't forget about that's that. <laughs> you guys that's got all this stuff going on. You know, and so it really had nothing to do with whether if if um Rock Nation came to us right now, we yeah, we'll go sit down with Yeah, them. we, we love <laughs> we, we love large sums of money. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it wasn't like that. It was just like let's build it and let's do it and because sometimes a lot of people i feel like um especially in the black community mm -hmm. we would probably say yo i can't do this thing because i don't have this resource yep. and so we were like let's be our own resource yeah. and, that, and that's really what it's all about i'm sorry i know i want to to talk a little bit I about could. that but but that i mean here at the record spinner podcast we we talk a lot about uh I, i've done a lot of stuff about and around the independent black jazz labels that kind of crept up in the 60s and 70s. Yeah. And it was much for the same reason. It wasn't because they weren't, you know, they, they hated major labels or they didn't right. like major labels. It was just they saw a need to create musicianship in their own communities and they built it. They built that ship yeah. themselves. That's it. Yeah. And so uh, so I, I, I never wanted to make it sound like, you know, I hate major labels. I like Rock yeah. Nation, too, by the way. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, you know, like it's just a thing I, I wanted to ask because like so many people would sit there and just say hey like i don't have the resources i can't do this mm -hmm. i can't be a musician because i you know no one's gonna sign me so right sign right. yourself yeah that was uh and, and you're, you're absolutely right that was one of the the pillars of what inspired quiet kingdom recordings to exist was um the knowledge of the industry when, when you have the knowledge of the industry, you know things such as um, major labels want to see the movement working already. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't they don't just sign you walking out your door, yeah. right? Walking out your front door. They, they want to see that you book shows. Mm -hmm. They want to see that you can build your own tour. They want to see that you have a certain amount of followers on social media. They want to see that you're selling records. Yeah essentially all the things that you want them to do for you they want to see that yeah. you do it yeah exactly exactly yeah before yeah. they invest the large sum of money into <laughs> yeah. so that was that was us saying okay let's 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 build a platform where we're doing it so that and, and then and and too so it's good business 
so that when we sit down at a table yep, with a yep, major, we know that we know that we're not going to get screwed over in any type of bad yep. deal yep. because we already are coming with the leverage yep. of having done X, Y, and Z. Having done the work, yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah. that that that's that's what that's all about. That's in, that's important. So so where does the knowledge for the the from understanding the insides of the label as a super fan and as a as a person who is just a little bit more versed in the music industry stuff, just because I'm a boring person who likes knowing this stuff. Um, I know a little bit about it, but a lot of people don't know how, how the, the labels run versus how, you know, you start up yourself. So could you tell me a little bit more about like where that knowledge comes from for, for the label from the label piece? Yeah. It's, it's funny you asked that one of the, one of the things, uh, before we launched our label, we both worked at a label. Oh, nice. Nice. Um, Shy Sound Records. Okay. And um, he was the legendary Shy Sound Records. Yeah. yeah. You, might, you might have a couple of them vinyls. I, I may. I may. I, I got too many. I'll, I'll check. I'll definitely check through. <laughs> yeah. Um. Um. And and so and their their famous Carl Davis. I don't know if you know who that no. is. Yeah. Heard the um, name. In in Chicago, you mm -hmm. know, and uh. Before I came along, Carl Davis was working with T.L. Wu. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. yeah. So it's just it 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 was a lot of homework done before we could just you gotcha. know be like, yeah, we're gonna have our own record label. And then but, what? And then what we didn't what we didn't know, you know, Google. You know what I mean? <laughs> Google. You know, at, at this point in twenty twenty one. It's in everybody's phone. Yep. You know what I mean? It's no reason for you to ask those questions anymore. Yes. I, I yes. hear you. <laughs> you can literally just say how to build a Start whatever. A yeah, and, and you got answers. Yeah, I, I feel like... Yeah, I feel like I feel like we have a little bit of a cheat code when it comes to a lot of this stuff, and yeah. and I see that we're we're starting to take advantage of that cheat code in, in our community, in the black community. You see it a lot in hip hop, especially now the kind of prestige that goes behind having your own label. But go ahead. And and and, and that's another thing too. You mentioned, uh, you know, we we're influenced by hip hop as well. Yeah. And when you have a genre like that that has examples of it with Master P. No yeah, with, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? The Dean family, Rough Riders, you know, yep. with, with uh, uh, Eric Eric and Eric and Jerry, you know, Rufus, yeah. you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. When you have those those great examples and that, speak, that really speaks to the uniqueness and the beauty of hip hop uh, about how people came out initially against it, but then it built these empires without their help. Mm -hmm. um, and, and these, 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 these sort of very public examples of, of these rises to fame that, that, that was, uh, that's all that also serves as inspiration for us because that, that, that shows us how to do it. Those examples showed us how to do it when nobody else believes in the project, except yeah. for you. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's great examples of how to do that, you know? Yeah, that's awesome. So, just uh, just thinking about some of the artists that you guys have already worked with and wrote wrote or have written music for, um, and who are some other artists that you may be wanting to work with 
and and we're gonna wrap up here shortly. Uh, so so don't don't worry. I know I'm I'm not gonna ask all the questions that I haven't asked. Yeah, great, great. <laughs> I, I, I'm enjoying this too. You guys are a real okay. real delight, and I, I wanted to have you guys back also. So that has to happen. Dope. So. Yeah. Dope. Um. So we like a lot of artists, and so it's so we have like a a list. A, a lot of people that we would like mm. to work with, but you know, definitely would love to work with Erica Badu. Oh, that would um, be awesome. Yeah, yeah. Def- definitely yeah. would love that. Um, uh, Coldplay, that would nice. be awesome. Love Coldplay. Yes, yes. Uh, um, Chris Martin's if dope. They come out with something, Outcast. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Andre Three K. Yeah, yeah. Um, you never know. Back in the day, you know, let's do it. Do it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, there's the 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 list goes on and on. New artists too. Yeah, yeah, there's there's a a bunch of new artists that we are definitely fans of. Um, Her is is really, you know, something special. Um, And and not just artists, um, but there's producers and and writers as well that I think you know we would make some special collaborations. You know. Yeah. Um, uh, I. One of my one of my inspirations for production was Pharrell. Pharrell. You know, watching yeah, watching yeah. the Neptunes growing up. I'm from the, Virginia, you know. by the way, so you know. Yes, that's, yes. That's, <laughs> hey, you're talking Man. hometown right there. That's that's yes. that's the go. Hey, y'all got something in the water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. the whole, you know what I mean? And and you talk about influences that whole that whole scene really. Um, uh, from from Pharrell and Chad to to Missy, to yes. that whole seven five seven movement. Back, back, I was yeah. I, I was a youngin back then, but I remember <laughs> I remember seeing it. I remember seeing it grow and and being uh, being a huge fan because of course this was the home team. You know, like this yeah. is they put us on the map. So yeah, yeah. Um, so th- those those are, those are folks I you know I know we love to uh, be able to collaborate with and and the, the list to be continuous because yeah. we love all different types of music so we, we you know we, we it, it's not gonna be a lot of hating music coming from us yeah yeah because <laughs> we get you know what I'm saying? We, we see a lot of beautiful stuff yeah that's awesome that's awesome and and that's something that bleeds through with you guys i think it's just your that curiosity that that uh that yearning for for influence of all the everything around you guys and that's beautiful um and, and it's weird too because it's co- it's coupled with this uh this need to always build i see that with you guys like you guys are building essentially an empire uh and and i i like i like what i see from you guys and and i wish you guys nothing but the best moving forward um i don't know if i want to have any of my other questions i mean we talked about symphony of change and we talked about move music forward uh this you guys are in the second phase of that right yeah yeah okay awesome Awesome. And uh, yeah, we've, I mean, do you still play the trumpet, Tio? That's my, I'm going to wrap it yeah. up with talking about. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I definitely, I definitely do. That's definitely awesome, do. man. Um, it's my favorite yeah. act, by the way. Man, thank you. Thank you. you see Miles thank Davis right there? You see it? I see. Yeah, I see. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it, it uh, absolutely, absolutely still play the trumpet. Absolutely still play the trumpet. You know, you grow, you evolve. You know what I mean? You 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 expand, and it it's it's beautiful, right? So I, I never 
I never did anything crazy like put it down. Yeah, it's in like that. It's in so, it's in um, it's, signs. It's in okay. yeah, yeah. You okay. hear it. You hear it in some of the songs. On oh, revolutionary, uh, revolutionary love. Signs. You you'll yeah. hear it. Like I said, I love I love all of the uh, all of the instrumentation that you guys put in your music. I hear a lot of bass lines and a lot of good guitar riffs in you guys' music. I love that stuff. So keep that going. Um, but yeah, also, like you said, T.O., man, you guys are going to keep evolving. The, the sound is going to change. You guys are going to change. Um, the important thing for fans to remember, fans of the music, is that um, you don't want your favorite artists to stay in, in one bag. You want them to be ever-changing, just like you're changing. You know, you want them to be moving. Sometimes you may not understand a certain phase of an artist, but that doesn't mean that, you know, that art isn't genuine and true to, to who the art is. It, or the artist is in that moment um, right you have to just stay patient i think with with artists because you guys minds work very yeah. very strangely <laughs> we may not understand all of it as fans sometimes it's like why, why are they dabbling in country music like that's yeah. weird as hell but like you want that to happen because that 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 unlocks a lot of different things so like yeah, yeah. so you know you know you make a pair of pants you make a pair of pants and they're green pants and you sell them and they sell like hotcakes and everybody is raving over these green pants that you made and they're like oh when, when, where's the next what's the next thing you're gonna do what's the next thing you're gonna do and so you come out with red pants mm -hmm. now mm -hmm. of course there's gonna be a few people that's gonna say these aren't green where's the <laughs> come on where's the green pants man where's the but you you know you, you anticipate that that's going to be just a few people yeah. that are just afraid of change themselves mm -hmm. right that has nothing to do with you or your product that's just that that, that has something to do with them mm -hmm. and, and how they look at life right that has nothing to do with you because the last green pants that they, they you yeah. can't help that yeah <laughs> Because the last thing you want to do is make green pants again. Yep. Because you know what's going to happen if you come out with green pants again. They're going to be like, you did this already, yeah. man. Yeah. Come with we heard else. this. We heard this. <laughs> heard this. <laughs> so, yeah, just make whatever color pants you want. And so that leads me or into make a shirt. It doesn't, it doesn't, you know what I'm saying? Make your art. Yeah, no, that, that leads me into to the last question. Uh, what what are some of the, what's, what's a, a, a little bit of advice that you would give to an up-and-coming artist an artist that may be you know feeling a little down about you know not having you know the resources necessary to to produce the type of sound or the type of music they want to produce what what would you guys say uh, collectively and individually and then we'll wrap up so. <clears throat> well um i i definitely would say um whatever you have whatever that is even if it's like Oh yeah, all I have is my phone to record on. Mm -hmm. Use use your phone. Get smart with your phone. There's resources that Spotify has, like soundtrack. Yep. There's like just do what you have in your you know in your space. And if you don't have a way to put out music, there's YouTube. There's just just put it out first because the more you put it out the more you're going to develop, the more resources are going to come. Um, if you just stop and say, hey, I can't do this because of this, then you will never be able to do it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would add, um, learn your craft too. 
Mm-hmm. Whatever you decide to craft, mm-hmm. you're going to rap, learn how to MC. Yeah. If you're going uh, to sing folk music, learn whatever you want to learn. Like envision yourself being that that star and and learn it thoroughly because that's that's what's going to that that's sort of the part of it or the factor of it that that's going to stick with people 10 20 30 years from now is was that person dope at their craft were they talented were they did did they you know all the all the greats that we remember now had a certain level of tested tried true talent yeah to them right we don't we don't remember any of the folks that kind of came and went you know because they 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 were famous but they didn't have a substance yeah we don't you know what i mean we, we don't talk about them um the way the way we talk about you know we'll mention like bob dylan curtis yeah. mayfield prince charles Heavy mingus you know what I mean? they the the these folks were they actively studied and, and actively pursued the passion of that craft. Yep. And you can see it even today with, well, we, we mentioned her, um, uh, Jasmine Sullivan, yep. um, you know, Tori Kelly, uh, Coldplay, yeah. right? Th- these are artists that you're going to remember the, uh, you're going to remember the legacy of the, ineptitude of the talent mm-hmm. yeah you know what i mean and 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 their relentlessness towards their craft so don't don't half do it you know what i, I mean that. i love that if you don't do it study it be the be the best version of yourself yeah. love that love that advice uh that's perfect and that's a perfect place to to close out um for this amazing interview um i've had a real Real fun time talking to you guys. You guys are really lovely people. Uh, I have nothing but beautiful thoughts for you guys and and the music that you guys are going to go on to make and the lives that you guys are going to go on to touch through the music and through all of the other things that you guys are currently doing too. So you have a fan in me. I appreciate you guys. Uh, And uh, get that that stuff on wax. That's the only advice I'm going to give you guys is get it on wax so I can talk about it more (laughs) on the Record Spinner podcast. Uh, Thank you so much for your time today, guys. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely be back in touch for sure. So that's been my time. Thank you, guys. Peace.